Chapters 21 through 25 of Exodus, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson. Chapter 21. Now, these are the ordinances which thou shalt set before them. If thou buy a Hebrew servant, six years he shall serve, and in the seventh he shall go out free for nothing. If he come in by himself, he shall go out by himself. If he be married, then his wife shall go out with him. If his master give him a wife, and she bear him sons or daughters, the wife and her children shall be her masters, and he shall go out by himself. But if the servant shall plainly say, I love my master, my wife, and my children, I will not go out free, then his master shall bring him unto God, and shall bring him to the door, or unto the doorpost, and his master shall bore his ear through with an awl, and he shall serve him for ever. And if a man sell his daughter to be a maidservant, she shall not go out as the men-servants do. If she please not her master, who hath espoused her to himself, then shall he let her be redeemed. To sell her unto a foreign people he shall have no power, seeing he hath dealt deceitfully with her. And if he espouse her unto his son, he shall deal with her after the manner of daughters. If he take him another wife, her food, her raiment, and her duty of marriage, shall he not diminish. And if he do not these three things unto her, then shall she go out for nothing, without money. He that smiteth a man, so that he dieth, shall surely be put to death. And if a man lie not in wait, but God deliver him into his hand, then I will appoint thee a place whither he shall flee. And if a man come presumptuously upon his neighbor to slay him with guile, thou shalt take him from mine altar, that he may die. And he that smiteth his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. And he that stealeth a man and selleth him, or if he be found in his hand, he shall surely be put to death. And he that curseth his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. And if men contend, and one smite the other with a stone, or with his fist, and he die not, but keep his bed, if he rise again and walk abroad upon his staff, then shall he that smote him be quit. Only he shall pay for the loss of his time, and shall cause him to be thoroughly healed. And if a man smite his servant or his maid with a rod, and he die under his hand, he shall surely be punished. Notwithstanding, if he continue a day or two, he shall not be punished, for he is his money. And if men strive together, and hurt a woman with child, so that her fruit depart, and yet no harm follow, he shall be surely fined, according as the woman's husband shall lay upon him, and he shall pay as the judges determine. But if any harm follow, then thou shalt give life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burning for burning, wound for wound, stripe for stripe. And if a man smite the eye of his servant, or the eye of his maid, and destroy it, he shall let him go free for his eye's sake. And if he smite out his manservant's tooth, or his maidservant's tooth, he shall let him go free for his tooth's sake. And if an ox gore a man or a woman to death, the ox shall be surely stoned, and its flesh shall not be eaten, but the owner of the ox shall be quit. 
but if the ox was wont to gore in time past, and it hath been testified to its owner, and he hath not kept it in, but it hath killed a man or a woman, the ox shall be stoned, and its owner also shall be put to death. If there be laid on him a ransom, then he shall give for the redemption of his life whatsoever is laid upon him. Whether it have gored a son, or have gored a daughter, according to this judgment shall it be done unto him. If the ox gore a manservant, or a maidservant, there shall be given unto their master thirty shekels of silver, and the ox shall be stoned. And if a man shall open a pit, or if a man shall dig a pit and not cover it, and an ox or an ass fall therein, the owner of the pit shall make it good. He shall give money unto the owner thereof, and the dead beast shall be his. And if one man's ox hurt another's, so that it dieth, then they shall sell the live ox, and divide the price of it, and the dead also they shall divide. Or if it be known that the ox was wont to gore in time past, and its owner hath not kept it in, he shall surely pay ox for ox, and the dead beast shall be his own. End of chapter 21. Chapter 22. If a man shall steal an ox, or a sheep, and kill it, or sell it, he shall pay five oxen for an ox, and four sheep for a sheep. If the thief be found breaking in, and be smitten so that he dieth, there shall be no blood guiltiness for him. If the sun be risen upon him, there shall be blood guiltiness for him. He shall make restitution. If he hath nothing, then he shall be sold for his theft. If the theft be found in his hand alive, whether it be an ox, or ass, or sheep, he shall pay double. If a man shall cause a field or vineyard to be eaten, and shall let his beast loose, and it feed in another man's field, of the best of his own field, and of the best of his own vineyard, shall he make restitution. If fire break out and catch in thorns, so that the shocks of grain, or the standing grain, or the field are consumed, he that kindled the fire shall surely make restitution. If a man shall deliver unto his neighbor money, or stuff to keep, and it be stolen out of the man's house, if the thief be found, he shall pay double. If the thief be not found, then the master of the house shall come near unto God, to see whether he have not put his hand unto his neighbor's goods. For every matter of trespass, whether it be for ox, for ass, for sheep, for raiment, or for any manner of lost thing, whereof one saith, This is it, the cause of both parties shall come before God, he whom God shall condemn shall pay double unto his neighbor. If a man deliver unto his neighbor an ass, or an ox, or a sheep, or any beast, to keep, and it die, or be hurt, or driven away, no man seeing it, the oath of Jehovah shall be between them both, whether he hath not put his hand unto his neighbor's goods, and the owner thereof shall accept it and he shall not make restitution. But if it be stolen from him, he shall make restitution unto the owner thereof. If it be torn in pieces, let him bring it for witness. He shall not make good that which was torn. And if a man borrow aught of his neighbor, and it be hurt or die, the owner thereof not being with it, he shall surely make restitution. If the owner thereof be with it, he shall not make it good. If it be a hired thing, it came for its hire. And if a man entice a virgin that is not betrothed, and lie with her, he shall surely pay a dowry for her to be his wife. If her father utterly refuse to give her unto him, he shall pay money according to the dowry of virgins. Thou shalt not, 
suffer a sorceress to live. Whosoever lieth with a beast shall surely be put to death. He that sacrificeth unto any god, save unto Jehovah only, shall be utterly destroyed. And a sojourner shalt thou not wrong, neither shalt thou oppress him, for ye were sojourners in the land of Egypt. Ye shall not afflict any widow or fatherless child. If thou afflict them at all, and they cry at all unto me, I will surely hear their cry, and my wrath shall wax hot, and I will kill you with the sword, and your wives shall be widows, and your children fatherless. If thou lend money to any of my people with thee that is poor, thou shalt not be to him as a creditor, neither shall ye lay upon him interest. If thou at all take thy neighbor's garment to pledge, thou shalt restore it unto him before the sun goeth down. For that is his only covering, it is his garment for his skin, wherein shall he sleep. And it shall come to pass, when he crieth unto me, that I will hear, for I am gracious. Thou shalt not revile God, nor curse a ruler of thy people. Thou shalt not delay to offer of thy harvest, and of the outflow of thy presses. The firstborn of thy sons shalt thou give unto me. Likewise shalt thou do with thine oxen, and with thy sheep. Seven days it shall be with its dam. On the eighth day thou shalt give it me. And ye shall be holy men unto me. Therefore ye shall not eat any flesh that is torn of beasts in the field. Ye shall cast it to the dogs. End of chapter 22. Chapter 23. Thou shalt not take up a false report. Put not thy hand with the wicked to be an unrighteous witness. Thou shalt not follow a multitude to do evil. Neither shalt thou speak in a cause to turn aside after a multitude to wrest justice. Neither shalt thou favor a poor man in his cause. If thou meet thine enemy's ox or ass going astray, thou shalt surely bring it back to him again. If thou see the ass of him that hateth thee lying under his burden, thou shalt forbear to leave him, thou shalt surely release it with him. Thou shalt not rest the justice due to thy poor in his cause. Keep thee far from a false matter, and the innocent and righteous slay thou not, for I will not justify the wicked. And thou shalt take no bribe, for a bribe blindeth them that have sight, and perverteth the words of the righteous. And a sojourner shalt thou not oppress, for ye know the heart of a sojourner, seeing ye were sojourners in the land of Egypt. And six years thou shalt sow thy land, and shalt gather in the increase thereof. But the seventh year thou shalt let it rest, and lie fallow, that the poor of thy people may eat, and what they leave the beast of the field shall eat. And like manner thou shalt deal with thy vineyard and with thy oliveyard. Six days thou shalt do thy work, and on the seventh day thou shalt rest, that thine ox and thine ass may have rest, and the son of thy handmaid and the sojourner may be refreshed. And in all things that I have said unto you, take ye heed, and make no mention of the name of other gods, neither let it be heard out of thy mouth. Three times thou shalt keep a feast unto me in the year. The feast of unleavened bread shalt thou keep. Seven days thou shalt eat unleavened bread, as I commanded thee, at the time appointed in the month Abib, for in it thou camest out from Egypt, and none shall appear before me empty. And the feast of the harvest, the firstfruits of thy labors, which thou sowest in the field, and the feast of ingathering, at the end of the year when thou gatherest in thy labors out of the field, 
three times in the year all thy males shall appear before the lord jehovah thou shalt not offer the blood of my sacrifice with leavened bread neither shall the fat of my feast remain all night until the morning the first of the first fruits of thy ground thou shalt bring into the house of jehovah thy god thou shalt not boil a kid in its mother's milk behold i send an angel before thee to keep thee by the way and to bring thee into the place which i have prepared take ye heed before him and hearken unto his voice provoke him not for he will not pardon your transgression for my name is in him but if thou shalt indeed hearken unto his voice and do all that i speak then i will be an enemy unto thine enemies and an adversary unto thine adversaries for mine angel shall go before thee and bring thee in unto the amorite and the hittite and the perizzite and the canaanite the hivite and the jebusite and i will cut them off thou shalt not bow down to their gods nor serve them nor do after their works but thou shalt utterly overthrow them and break in pieces their pillars and ye shall serve jehovah your god and he will bless thy bread and thy water and i will take sickness away from the midst of thee there shall none cast her young nor be barren in thy land the number of thy days i will fulfil i will send my terror before thee and will discomfit all the people to whom thou shalt come and i will make all thine enemies turn their backs unto thee and i will send the hornet before thee which shall drive out the hivite the canaanite and the hittite from before thee i will not drive them out from before thee in one year lest the land become desolate and the beasts of the field multiply against thee but little and little i will drive them out from before thee until thou be increased and inherit the land and i will set thy border from the red sea even unto the sea of the philistines and from the wilderness unto the river for i will deliver the inhabitants of the land into your hand and thou shalt drive them out before thee thou shalt make no covenant with them nor with their gods they shall not dwell in thy land lest they make thee sin against me for if thou serve their gods it will surely be a snare unto thee End of chapter 23. Chapter 24. And he said unto Moses, Come up unto Jehovah, thou, and Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and worship ye afar off. And Moses alone shall come near unto Jehovah, but they shall not come near, neither shall the people go up with him. And Moses came and told the people all the words of Jehovah, and all the ordinances, and all the people answered with one voice, and said, all the words which Jehovah hath spoken will we do. And Moses wrote all the words of Jehovah, and rose up early in the morning, and builded an altar under the mount, and twelve pillars according to the twelve tribes of Israel. And he sent young men of the children of Israel, who offered burnt offerings, and sacrificed peace offerings of oxen unto Jehovah. And Moses took half of the blood, and put it in basins, and half of the blood he sprinkled on the altar. And he took the book of the covenant, and read in the audience of the people. And they said, All that Jehovah hath spoken will we do, and be obedient. And Moses took the blood, and sprinkled it on the people, and said, Behold the blood of the covenant, which Jehovah hath made with you concerning all these words. Then went up Moses, and Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel. And they saw the God of Israel, and there was under his feet, as it were, a paved work of sapphire stone and as it were the very heaven for clearness. And upon the nobles of the children of Israel he laid not his hand, 
and they beheld God, and did eat and drink. And Jehovah said unto Moses, Come up to me, into the mount, and be there, and I will give thee the tables of stone, and the law and the commandment which I have written, that thou mayest teach them. And Moses rose up, and Joshua his minister, and Moses went up into the mount of God. And he said unto the elders, Tarry ye here for us, until we come again unto you. And behold, Aaron and Hur are with you. Whosoever hath a cause, let him come near unto them. And Moses went up into the mount, and the cloud covered the mount. And the glory of Jehovah abode upon Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. And the seventh day he called unto Moses out of the midst of the cloud. And the appearance of the glory of Jehovah was like devouring fire on the top of the mount in the eyes of the children of Israel. And Moses entered into the midst of the cloud, and went up into the mount. And Moses was in the mount forty days and forty nights. End of chapter 24, chapter 25. And Jehovah spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they take for me an offering. Of every man whose heart maketh him willing, ye shall take my offering. And this is the offering which ye shall take of them, gold and silver and brass, and blue and purple and scarlet, and fine linen and goat's hair, and ram skin dyed red, and seal skins and acacia wood, oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil, and for the sweet incense, onyx stones, and stones to be set, for the ephod, and for the breastplate, and let them make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell among them. According to all that I show thee, the pattern of the tabernacle, and the pattern of all the furniture thereof, even so shall ye make it. And they shall make an ark of acacia wood, two cubits and a half shall be the length thereof, and a cubit and a half the breadth thereof, and a cubit and a half the height thereof. And thou shalt overlay it with pure gold, within and without shalt thou overlay it, and shalt make upon it a crown of gold round about. And thou shalt cast four rings of gold for it, and put them in the four feet thereof. And two rings shall be on the one side of it, and two rings on the other side of it. And thou shalt make staves of acacia wood, and overlay them with gold. And thou shalt put the staves into the rings on the sides of the ark, wherewith to bear the ark. The staves shall be in the rings of the ark, they shall not be taken from it. And thou shalt put into the ark the testimony which I shall give thee. And thou shalt make a mercy seat of pure gold. Two cubits and a half shall be the length thereof, and a cubit and a half the breadth thereof. And thou shalt make two cherubim of gold. Of beaten work shalt thou make them at the two ends of the mercy seat. And make one cherub at the one end, and one cherub at the other end. Of one piece with the mercy seat shall ye make the cherubim on the two ends thereof. And the cherubim shall spread out their wings on high, covering the mercy seat with their wings, with their faces one to another. Toward the mercy seat shall the faces of the cherubim be. And thou shalt put the mercy seat above upon the ark, and in the ark thou shalt put the testimony that I shall give thee. And there I will meet with thee, and I will commune with thee from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubim, which are upon the ark of the testimony, of all things which I will give thee in commandment unto the children of Israel. And thou shalt make a table of acacia wood. Two cubits shall be the length thereof, and a cubit the breadth thereof, and a cubit and a half the height thereof. And thou shalt overlay it with pure gold, and make thereto a crown of gold round about. And thou shalt make unto it a border of a handbreadth round about, 
and thou shalt make a golden crown to the border thereof round about. And thou shalt make for it four rings of gold, and put the rings in the four corners that are on the four feet thereof. Close by the border shall the rings be, for places for the staves to bear the table. And thou shalt make the staves of acacia wood, and overlay them with gold, that the table may be borne with them. And thou shalt make the dishes thereof, and the spoons thereof, and the flagons thereof, and the bowls thereof, wherewith to pour out. Of pure gold shalt thou make them. And thou shalt set upon the table showbread before me alway. And thou shalt make a candlestick of pure gold. Of beaten work shall the candlestick be made, even its base, and its shaft, its cups, its knops, and its flowers shall be of one piece with it. And there shall be six branches going out of the sides thereof, three branches of the candlestick out of the one side thereof, and three branches of the candlestick out of the other side thereof, three cups made like almond blossoms in one branch, a knop and a flower, and three cups made like almond blossoms in the other branch, a knop and a flower, so for the six branches going out of the candlestick. And in the candlestick four cups made like almond blossoms, the knops thereof, and the flowers thereof, and a knop under two branches of one piece with it, and a knop under two branches of one piece with it, and a knop under two branches of one piece with it, for the six branches going out of the candlestick. Their knops and their branches shall be of one piece with it, the whole of it one beaten work of pure gold. And thou shalt make the lamps thereof seven, and they shall light the lamps thereof, to give light over against it. And the snuffers thereof, and the snuff-dishes thereof, shall be of pure gold. Of a talent of pure gold shall it be made, with all these vessels. And see that thou make them after their pattern, which hath been showed thee in the mount. End of chapter 25